Southfield. I am Lauren Plant from State Champs. This is the head coach, Jeff Dubendek. This man is not happy, and he has a lot to say about the officials and everything that took place up north. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're here every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Join us. Shields will take care of you. Great food and drink specials. It's always a great atmosphere. It's packed here on Tuesdays, and uh, it's really a good time. So uh, here's what we got in store for you tonight. We're going to talk about the Northern Michigan game. Don't believe we need to spend a whole lot of time on that, uh, but we're going to announce our LTU football players of the week, of which we have some here, and they will join us. Uh, and for the first time for this season, uh, we're going to play a team for the second time. Uh, the Dakota's Trinity Bible coming to town this Saturday for a final home tune-up of the season. We'll give you a little preview. All right, so for those of you who have seen the Oscar-nominated documentary, um, A Mighty Wind, I don't know if you've seen that one. There's a line from that movie where the guy goes, what happened? <laughs> so maybe you can answer what happened this weekend. Uh, you know, we just um, we let it get away from us early. And we let thing, we let some things snowball. Um, they came out in a different look offensively than we had seen from them, and uh, it took us a little while to adjust defensively um, from an offensive perspective ourselves. Made some early mistakes, an early three and out, uh, early interception that led to short fields and put our defense in negative situations and um, I think maybe a little bit starstruck uh, you know being in a dome was different I think our kids were maybe a little bit focused on that um, any road fatigue at all I'm sure there was some of that you, you know we've been, had some long trips yeah, yeah we've had a lot of long trips and uh, you know a lot of injuries um, so maybe the lack of focus happened to be some road fatigue um, you know Going back and watching it, it definitely wasn't a 65-7 to matchup. I felt we matched up quite a bit better than that. Um, we lacked some fundamental play that, you know, we probably got sloppy over the first couple of weeks, you know, and, and got away with some things that we couldn't get away with against a, a very well-coached, strong Northern Michigan team. Well, this is what makes a kind of, if you want to call it a rehearsal season, yep. you know, something that you guys can, you know, uh, play real games yet learn about who you are it doesn't really count right uh, and yet but you know everything counts uh, obviously Northern Michigan and NCAA Division II squad uh, a little bit of what I would have expected from the season so far you have some highs you have some lows yep, exactly uh, you've had more highs than yep. lows yep. Uh, and, but you have lost two in a row mm -hmm. so how is the team taking that how are the coaches taking that um the team has done a phenomenal job of bouncing back. You know, I think we went back and we looked at the Indiana Wesleyan loss, our first loss. Right. And we were able to see, okay, we make these corrections. Um, when we get round two with them, we got a chance to um, correct those things, you know, which doesn't happen very often in a football season. That you get a chance to go back against the same team. Um, Northern Michigan, I think, you know, at first glance and first feel for our team and for our coaches, it was like, wow, you know, what happened, right? Yes. Um, and then when we went back and watched it, 
I was like, gosh, you know, just a little bit there, just a little bit there, and it's a way different ball game, you know, and we talked about it, like, the look they came out in offensively, we um, had performed a little bit better against it early, and got them out of that and things and into things that we matched up better against. Yeah, it snowballs. Yep, yeah, exactly. From there, yep. not, not to use a Northern Michigan reference because <laughs> there's a lot of snow up there right, right. now. Forget the score. What were some of the things you liked on Saturday? Uh, I love the way our guys competed. You know, um, easily after being down 30 nothing in the first quarter, guys could have quit. They could have got frustrated with each other, frustrated with coaches. Um, coaches could have got frustrated with coaches and players, and you know. I thought we did a good job of showing our unity, um, showing that we are a family, showing that we're in this together and we're going to fight together. Yeah. Um, there were some good plays. Obviously, the players of the week had some positives that we saw. Um, there was a lot of things that we matched up with very well. Um, I thought we had good speed comparatively. Um, you know, and actually going back and watching, I felt we had good strength, yeah. especially being a freshman team versus a junior-senior dominated right, team. Right. You know, that was truly the first team that we saw all year that had guys that have been in the program for that length of time and have been able to develop. You yeah. know, Coach Nystrom does a great job with that program. They're very well coached. They they're, play a tough schedule. They're very tough. Yeah, very tough <laughs> schedule. They're very tough. Yeah. Um, he's instilled that toughness back in Northern Michigan. You know, uh, it kind of took a lapse uh, not to – pat myself on the back yeah. but after I left yeah. and then it took a lapse for about 10 years and then yeah. he, or seven years and he brought it back and uh and, you know they're a very very good team they lost to Davenport by one in overtime yeah who just lost to Grand Valley who's the number one team in the country by right. five this yeah. past weekend so you know their their record doesn't show up but they're a very good team I mean that whole area you talk about Ferris State Northern mm -hmm. Michigan Michigan Tech right what they're doing I mean football wise seems to be really blossoming up in that area right so, um, you know and again they're gonna beat up on each other exactly and then when they get opportunities to play people who they're not familiar with they get a chance to kind of you know bring it all right. out and you guys got to take take the punch and see what yep. you can do well let's get some thoughts of the northern Michigan game from a player's perspective this week's special teams and defensive player of the week Tommy Lappin is in the house let's bring him back on the show all right Tommy Lappin Welcome. Make sure you speak into the mic there, my friend. We don't have the speaker today, so you got to make sure we can hear you. So, all right, so Northern Michigan is a team, a program that's been around forever, literally 100 years uh, or longer. Uh, they have guys who've probably been playing college football for going on five years in some cases. So, uh, what was the biggest challenge that you found in facing that Wildcat team? Well, like you said, they've been playing football for a little bit longer than us. Uh, I think there's definitely a difference in size, speed, and strength, but there's still some things that we could have done better to kind of cut the score down a little bit. Uh, we know what we did, and uh, we're going to keep working on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you had double digits uh, in tackles in, in a game that's uh, 16, with, which is a team best. 53 tackles on the season so far, uh, 14 and a half for a loss. Talk about your development as a college football player over the first eight games of your career and also how the coaching staff is making you better. Well, yeah, I think I've uh, started to get more comfortable with the position. The coaches have got me a little more used to uh, playing devil. I remember the first, uh, during camp, the first like three weeks, I was frustrated because 
my school ran with four uh, linebackers and it just made the fits and everything a lot different. So I was struggling the first three weeks. But uh, up until now, I've progressed and uh, they've taught me more and just keep working on technique. So yeah, what, what are you guys out. working with him specifically to take him to the next level? Um, <clears throat> well, the thing we're focusing with all our team is the fundamentals. And we talked about that post-Northern -Mich Michigan game. To, we have to get back to those things. We felt Northern Michigan used their hands on both sides of the ball a lot better than we did. Um, so just getting separation for Tommy, getting separation from those blockers, and then from an offensive perspective of getting hands on the defensive guys and not letting them get separation. So I think they did that a lot better than we did, which, you know, allowed us to stay blocked longer and they're, they're running back stuff. You're going to arm tackle that guy. And, yeah. um, you know, so some things that we got away with against some of the other teams that fundamentally we can't. And so we've just been sure. kind of pounding that with all of our guys. That's right. you got to wrap up. And there's no doubt yeah. about it. No, no alligator arms against uh, good teams. But I'll tell you this. You're a competitor, right? So even though it's a tough loss, I would say that going up against competition that's good or better than you right now is what it's all about. So talk about what that has been like when you're facing, you know, a team like Northern Michigan and Indiana Wesleyan team who is, you know, uh, obviously has some roots already in football, as opposed to, you know, some of the other teams that are just club programs. Well, yeah, I know um, talking to the other guys in the team, everybody looks forward more so to those games because they know it's going to be a good game. Uh, we've had a few games where uh, we've been lucky enough to kind of blow them out. And that's fun, but it's a lot more fun being able to play good teams because you learn more about like tech because you need to use your technique more like you were saying the the guys at northern were a lot bigger than we were yeah. and uh sometimes when we didn't use our technique it kind of showed so so what are you studying right uh civil engineering okay and you're locked into that you like that yeah have you yeah, been able to you've been able to uh, kind of find the right mix of school and football and all that because that's a challenge no yeah uh, i'm still figuring it out but i think i've got it down for the most part yeah okay all right Number 29, Tommy Lappin, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate you being on the show. All right. All right, another bright spot for you this past weekend was your player of the week on offense, Nick Spawn. Uh, trailing 30-0 to zero late in the opening frame. Kolka connected with Spawn for 43 yards on a third and 17 inside their own 10-yard line. Just a few plays later, the former roommate is hooking up again for 30-plus uh, yards. Spawn had three plays for more than 30 yards. He finished the afternoon uh, with six catches and 40, 142 yards. Yeah. How about his performance? Um, he did a great job, you know, and I think that's kind of where our speed showed. Because he's not even our fastest receiver. He's probably our third fastest receiver, maybe fourth. Um, but he does a great job. Coach Mason does a great job of teaching him how to create separation with DBs. And, uh, you know, he's really taken to that teaching and used those techniques, performing the fundamentals that we've been preaching to all our players. Um, so to watch him use those fundamentals and be able to excel against a, a solid football team, um, was energizing to us and kind of showed us that, hey, look, our fourth fastest receiver can create separation. Right. What can one, two, and three do? Right, right, like kind of like a Wes Welker or somebody yep. in an offense, somebody who you can use going over the middle. And obviously, right. you know, if they're going to be keying on your other big guys, you need that guy to make plays. Nick exactly. Spahn did. Every week we celebrate the hard work 
uh, that the guys put in on the scout team. These are the guys that get the starters ready to compete each week against an opponent. This uh, outstanding scout performers for this week uh, were Michael Crane on special teams, Ryan Crowley on offense, and Hitesh Kumar on defense. Two of these guys are here with us at Shields tonight. So let's first welcome number 42, Michael Crane, to the show. Come on. Come on. You're the next contestant in The Price is Right. All right. So you attended uh, Exeter Township High School, right? Yes, sir. In Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, sir. Reading. Okay. <laughs> I said Reading. Reading. Okay. I like the sir part, though. That you can keep doing that. Uh, you graduated high school this past spring. Yes, sir. Correct? So uh, how did you end up at Lawrence Tech? Well, first, I was looking like all the engineering schools are Division One, and then... They reached out to me one day in the summer, and they were like, come up and attend this camp, see what you got. And I was like, okay. And I checked into it, said it was an engineering school, so I was like, I'm going to go there and see what I got. Right, and, and this was kind of a two-for-one deal because there was another football player in the household. Yeah, yeah, we got his, his twin brother as well, and uh, so yeah. Nice little two-for-one. Absolutely. Well, describe this whole experience then for you because it's a little surreal. It's happened so fast. You know, uh, new state, college football schedule, college classes now. Uh, what did you expect and what did you not expect? Actually, I think this was pretty in line with what I expected because I expected since we were a starter program, we'd be practicing a lot because we had to establish all our new things. There weren't going to be older... Like, there are older guys who do teach us, yeah. but, like, there wasn't going to be a four-year starter right. who's going to be like, this is what you're doing, you're this is how seniors. you're going to do it. <laughs> For four years. Right. Yeah. And it was a little bit different. Right? And how about what surprised you a little bit? What surprised me was I liked the intensity of our practices because I was told by other players on my team who went to college that the intensity wasn't there, but here at Lawrence Tech, we do have good, intense practices. Is linebacker what you see him fitting in? Uh, we actually moved him this year. Um, we moved him over swoleback. Um, I think so define what swoleback is. Swoleback is kind of a, a hybrid position um, between a tight end and a fullback. You know, uh, I've been places where they call them fat backs, and I didn't think that was too complimentary to That's these not, guys. So actually, we started at Michigan State. Uh, Todd, Todd Anderson, Nick Benzik, um, Adam Setter both played full swole back for yeah. us there, and they created that name, and uh, you know I've kind of carried it with me since. Yeah. Had you played offense before in high school? Yes, sir. I played at center. Okay, so you were on the line. You weren't actually up there. So, you know, what has that adjustment been like? And are you, you know, do you like it? Do you, you know, because again, it's. From what I understand of that position, especially, is you get to initiate contact in a lot of situations, which is what you want to be doing. The thing was, I actually played at guard my 10th and 11th grade year until they moved me to center. So, like, I feel like it's just like pooling. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. I go downhill and I find first color and I block. Right. Right. Right, right on. Uh, so, mechanical engineering is what you're studying. Yes, sir. Um, what would be your dream job when you graduate? Be a mechanical engineer. But I mean, is there, is there a particular like you know type of company that would seem like you know would be you know something you would you think you would really be able to be attracted to? I You're was old. looking for more of like a like a company that does more than one specialty yeah. because like you can design one thing like 
there's this guy who I used to lift with. He got into the medical field with mechanical engineering, and I thought that was really cool because you design different things for the body. Sky's the limit. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, so Michael Crane, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. We appreciate it. Nice job. All right, the Scout Defensive Player of the Week is number 53, Hitesh Kumar. Not to be confused with the blockbuster hit Harold and Kumar. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you know it? Who Tesh happens to be here tonight? Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? You're good. You're good. Okay. You're one of the local products. Yeah. As you played your uh, high school ball at Utica. Uh, let me ask you this: In an area that has some traditionally great programs, Utica Eisenhower, Sterling Heights, Stevenson, even Utica Ford, some years, and and Utica, that whole area, it sounds just like a crazy football area. Describe what that pocket of the world is like. Uh, we definitely got a lot of good players, but I feel I feel like it's been under recruited lately. Yeah. But since Lawrence Tech has started, they've definitely been interested in those players. So, what was the uh, recruiting process for Hitel? Um Well, as he mentioned, we we become interested in that that school. I think we took six guys out of Utica yeah. High. Right. Um, you know, Mike Fox is a punter for us. Kayvon Higg, then a receiver. Logan Wessel, an offensive and that's lineman. Unusual. Like, how does that happen? You know, each one that. So it was. Um, one of our assistants was recruiting that area, and yeah. each time he'd bring me a new guy from that school, I'm like, can we really recruit this many from the same high school? Right? Does this look, you know, I don't want it to look bad on us. Right. Um, so I was like, let me show me some film, and we watch, and yeah, he can play. Right. You know, we got to recruit him. And you play um, good competition, so. Yeah, you know. so, yeah, and that's the great thing about being in this area is all the schools play tough competition, and we're able to get over and see them. You know, whenever we need to. So, um, but yeah, it was awkward recruiting that many from the same high school because you're like, we don't want to uh, set a standard that anybody can play at Morris Tech because it's obviously scholarship football. But um, we found six good players from Utica High that uh, came and proved us right that we yeah. recruited the right ones. And I'll tell you what, you know, just by happen chance, of course, having teammates coming together as teammates kind of helps as you're building this family, mm -hmm. uh, which is Lawrence Tech football. Tough last couple of weeks, you know, you guys have been on some real kind of ups and downs this season. Um, what do you think the guys learned about themselves the most over the last couple of weeks? Uh, we, we've learned to push through adversity. We've all stuck together through this and we're gonna come out, we're gonna come out winning. Yeah. What do you love the most about uh, playing college football and playing here at Lawrence Tech? I love the competitiveness. In high school, sometimes there were players who weren't as committed, but since I've gotten here to Lawrence Tech, every player's committed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I see that on a weekly basis. Um, what are you studying at Lawrence Tech? I'm pre-med. Pre-med? Pre All right. Um, how have you been able to balance the school and the football life? It's been... In the beginning, it was difficult, but with time, I adjusted, and over time, it got better, and we have AAC hours every week, so that definitely helps out. Yeah. Playing, you know, when, when your duties are on scout, you know, it's obviously, it's the unglamorized, you know, profession, but you guys have a, a job to do and a real role to play. How do you guys kind of uh, pick each other up, you know, when, when you're in that, that situation? 
that uh, you know, hey, we might not be playing, but right now we have a role to play, and we've got to make sure we get our team ready to play. Uh, we just compete every play, every snap. We compete. We got to make our, we got to make the starters prepared for yeah. the game on Saturday. Yeah. And what has been the competition level? Like at practice, competition's been great. Everybody's competing at every level, every so, so position. Let me ask you this: what, You know, what do you like? What would you like to say to kids out there who are considering coming to Lawrence Tech? You know, uh, they've learned now about this football program. We hammer it, you know, on all our show, the state champs and the LTU Sports Report, and all that. We talk about, you know, what's happening here, the movement, you know, the tradition that's building, being a part of something that is historic in a lot of ways. Uh, what would you say to kids uh, about the experience going to school here and then playing football here if they're on the fence? I mean, this program definitely, it's definitely going to be something great. And we have great academics. And a lot of the players have a chip on their shoulder because a lot of players were under recruited. But right. Lawrence Tech found them and turned out, and right. the, those players turned out to be gems. Right. I get it. I get it totally. All right. Number 53, Hitesh Kumar. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? There's a there's a place, I mean, for so long, uh, and believe me, we saw it for years. We've been doing state chance for 15 years, you know, that, um, you know, kids just, you know, for whatever reason, if they didn't match certain intangibles, they weren't going to get an opportunity, but they are now. Exactly. You know, and, and I would imagine uh, for you guys, that means you're, you're, you can look into their heart first and see where it's at. And, uh, I mean, just talk about how rewarding that is. Oh, it's it's awesome, and that's what I love being in this this area. Like I referenced earlier, I think there's some great football here, but the benefit <clears throat> over previous schools that I've been at is we're 15 minutes away from them, so we do get to know them on a more personal basis. So you can look at their work ethic, their yeah. intentions, you know, what their commitment level is. That you know, they talked about those guys talked about the intensity level, the commitment level. Um, that's what we're trying to build this team with, you know. The guys that are going to work hard for four years and sell out to the team, and they don't care if they get the credit or not. And that's how we're going to build success here at Lawrence Tech. Absolutely. And, again, you don't have to sell the school because academically it stands on its own. You know, these kids who are graduating have job offers six months before they graduate in their field making the kind of salary that's commiserate with their degree. In fact, Lawrence Tech has one of the highest return on investment in the entire Midwest, and I would I would argue probably in much of the country. Top in terms 5% of, of the country. Yeah, and getting a job at a cost. And again, you get to come here and be a part of something that is really special. Well, in the first matchup between LTU and Trinity Bible, it was the road-weary Blue Devils that came off a 16-hour trip, one way to tame the Lions 68-7. to Lawrence Tech ran up a program-high 68 points, 55 in the first half, season-best 555 yards, 387 on the ground. The Blue Devils' weapon of choice, a three-headed monster in the backfield, Tanner Foley, Mikhail Otero, and Ahmad Sabah. Sabah and Foley led the charge, wheeling off 129 and 95 yards, respectively. Sabah became the third Blue Devil running back to rush for 100 or more yards in a game this season. And uh, Foley, Sabah, and Otero all found the end zone twice. Uh, and um, it was it was a, a really great matchup for you guys to go on the road like that, travel like they did, win like you did. Now it's going to be back in your house. Your thoughts? Uh, you know, we're excited to have him back. I think uh, we went out there. I think 
you know, the kids were energized. We had the chance to – Kirk Cousins came to the hotel yeah. and spoke to us, and I think yeah. that, you know, helped energize them a little bit and, sure. and refocus them and get them over that 16-hour trip. Um, but uh, excited to have them back out here. Um, I think they're a much better team than what showed uh, in that matchup. Yeah, they're 4-4 four and four now. Right, yeah, 4-4 four and four team. They're coming off a two-game win streak. Um, so we're excited to, to get that matchup again. And like I mentioned in the chance that we get the revenge at Indiana Wesleyan, you know, they're looking for that at us. Yeah, that's right. And you'll get Wesleyan soon enough mm-hmm. at their house. Right. Uh, that'll be amazing. Uh, do you have a prediction? <laughs> I don't make predict- predictions. I know you don't. I always <laughs> ask anyway. So, all right, well, thanks again, Coach. Jeff Duvendeck, everybody. All right, well, Saturday's game is going to be streaming live at LTUathletics.com, kickoff at noon. Of course, watch the LTU Sports Support, the NAIA's only Midwest college sports show focusing on a single school. The school is Lawrence Tech. Highlights all sports, not just football. Get insight on players, teams, coaches, you name it. The LTU Sports Report airs every Monday at 4.30 on Fox Sports Detroit, as well as several other times throughout the week. You can also watch the show on Comcast, Channel 900, and Fox Sports Atlantic, which is cool. (laughs) Consume it whenever you want online at LTUathletics.com, as well as Facebook and YouTube. Well, next week is October 30th, a special Halloween edition of the LTU Football Coaches Show. And if they lose to Trinity Bible, I can't begin to tell you how scary that show is going to be. It's going to be pretty horrific. But uh, Coach Duvendeck is going to be in full costume next week. Okay. So uh, I want you Appreciate to... Appreciate Give me the heads up yeah, on give that. Give me the heads up now. I will too. Okay. So, uh, you know, we invite everybody to come join us. Uh, 7 p.m. next Tuesday night, of course. Uh, please come visit Shields Pizza on Telegraph here in Southfield for some great food and a great time. Thanks to our great crew here tonight, John Hevron, and, of course, Kia Tyus over there. As always, always, go blue, Devils.